The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to our show. Welcome, world. We're so glad you came. So just sit back, have a cup of nice tea, and we'll get started. Today we have a special guest. His name is R.D. Chin, and he's a full-time feng shui architect who is currently licensed as a New York, New York and New Jersey State architect, interior designer, author, and teacher. My goodness. Welcome, R.D. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your calling on me. You're welcome. Uh, R.D. was trained and worked with Paul Randolph as an architect. Paul Rudolph. Rudolph. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And further extended his knowledge of interior design field working with interior design Nina Hughes. So those were people that mentored you and helped you along? Yes, they have. All right. Good. So I am a little bit familiar with feng feng shui, but not really. So tell us some more about you. Your your background is an engineering degree in architecture? Uh, Yes. So... um Actually, I have a degree from Tufts University. I actually have a civil engineering degree. And I also have a master's of architecture from the University of Pennsylvania because I always wanted to be an architect. And, uh, yes, I am also professionally licensed as an architect in both New York and New Jersey. But um, let me tell you how I got into the feng shui. It's a very interesting story. Um, it was actually back in 1990. It was from a very emotional beginning. It was actually at the death of my father and a very close friend of mine about the same time. And um, it was highly recommended for me to go for some shiatsu sessions. And back in 1990, he said, what's shiatsu sessions? They said, well, it'd be a very wonderful healing modality to help you kind of going through your grieving process. So uh, I went to my neighbor, Stacy, who actually was studying under Barbara Brennan, who does Hands of Light. So talk about, um, you know, healing energies with your hands. And so she started working on me on a month-to-month basis. And it was a very interesting experience because I always scheduled 
or I tended to schedule my sessions during the full moon because I felt it was much more open during that time. And um, during these sessions, I would be laughing, I'd be crying, she'd be working one part of my body, it was my dad, or it was my mom, or it was my friend, it was very interesting. But I had a revelation after a series of these sessions, and the revelation was there was something more for me to do than just doing architecture and interior design, and I didn't know what that was. So um, I happened to be working uh, freelance for an interior designer, Nina Hughes, and she had a book on feng shui. It was called Interior Design with Feng Shui by Sarah Rosbach. And so as I was reading this book at lunchtime, Nina comes up to me and she whispers to me, I did feng shui for my office. And she showed me where she placed her desk in the wealth and power area. She placed the reception in the helpful people area. She placed the books in the knowledge area. She was using this interesting diagram. I call it an energy design template of placing people and the furniture in the positions according to this diagram called a bagua. And um, she said, Please, keep the book. She said you would really enjoy it. And as I started reading the book, I really resonated with all the information. And, of course, talk about synchronicities or timing or coincidences. Within a week of reading this book, I get a call from my neighbor, Peggy. Hey, Ron, I would like for you to come design my new apartment. I'm moving from the side of the building to the east side. And I said, sure. And I said, would you be interested if I applied these principles of feng shui for your apartment? And she says, of course, I would love for you to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So when I applied these principles of feng shui on her apartment, everything just fell into place so easily. How we placed the furniture, how we placed the artwork. Um, It was such an interesting experience. And Peggy, who is in marketing, says... Ron, you really need to integrate this as a part of your service as an art and designer. It's such a wonderful practice. And also, you need to change your name to R.D. Chin. And I said, why my initials R.D.? And she says, oh, R.D. is so inscrutably Chinese. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, so that's how I got into the feng shui of integrating as part of my practice as an architect and designer. So uh, were you born in China? No, actually I was born in Arlington, Massachusetts, and I am a third generation Chinese American. Um, My parents were born in Boston. Even my grandma, Grandma Chin, she was born in Anaheim, California. So, um, So it was kind of very interesting for me to integrate feng shui as a part of my life because it actually on a personal level helped me reconnect back to my heritage as being Chinese and even though I don't speak Chinese fluently but it was a wonderful way to really get a deeper understanding about my own culture and it was very interesting Uh, during my feng shui studies with the late grandmaster, Professor Lin Yun, uh, who was originally from China, and he moved to the States. 
I studied with him and um, for many, many, many years until he passed away. But uh, part of the classes or the teachings of feng shui was a ritual where you're taking refuge. You take refuge with the teacher. And so um, I think probably a year or so after studying with the professor, I felt that it was important for me to acknowledge my studies of feng shui by taking refuge with this teacher. And um, there was excuse a lot of teachers me, excuse that would Excuse me, R.D., what does taking refuge mean? Uh, taking refuge means um, uh, accepting the teachings completely and fully of, uh, of the practice of, um, well, this happened to be practiced of feng shui from this tradition, which is a Buddhist uh, approach of feng shui. And um, so that is what taking refuge and, and the practice uh, physically, what you do, you're literally prostrating uh, nine times. You're literally going onto the floor, prostrating your body, and so symbolically you are opening up your entire being to be part of the teachings of the teacher. Thank you for that. That's interesting. But you did when you say you took refuge, you didn't go and live with him for a year. No, I did not. It was uh, just studying with him for uh, whenever he came to the East Coast. He actually taught around the world. But whenever he came to Massachusetts, he actually taught, interestingly enough, at the Harvard Divinity School. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Um, so I studied with him there. And, um, um, well, I think the interesting thing about my connecting to my cultural heritage, um, after my father passed away and getting deeper into the feng shui practice, I started integrating blessing ceremonies in addition to doing feng shui design for homes and offices. And so I think it was about a year or so later, uh, during a Memorial Day, I proposed to the family uh, that we go to the cemetery to honor my father. And so what I did was to write a letter to my dad and just to let him know that the family is thriving, his new grandchildren, mom is doing good. And um, I rang some bells, lit some incense at his gravesite. And my mom, of course, was very, very touched. And then she said, you know, dad would have really liked this because he was a Buddhist. And I said, what? <laughs> because we were brought up. As Baptists, we went to Trinity Baptist Church in Arlington, Massachusetts. And so here, just by doing the feng shui, it actually reconnected me back to a uh, history and lineage of Buddhism, which I never knew, and that was part of the family. So um, it was a very interesting, touching uh, moment. And of course, it's carried through you know, to what I do now. Right. Okay. Uh, when we come back from break, will you tell us what feng shui is? Absolutely. Okay. Let's go to a quick break, 
And listeners, you can fill up your teacup, and we'll be right back. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at Transformational-Healing.org. Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. You have reached Transformational Healing and Dr. Bonnie Morrow, and our guest today is R.D. Chin, who's talking to us about feng shui. Uh, uh, R.D., am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, you are pronouncing it correctly. Actually, there are many dialects in saying feng shui, and um, so this dialect is kind of more from the Mandarin uh, Chinese dialect, which is the most used dialect or uh, acknowledged in China. So um, maybe I should describe what feng shui is about. Would you please be so kind? Absolutely. So actually, I would like for everybody uh, to maybe take a minute where I'm going to ring some bells, and I'm going to be ringing some beautiful Tibetan bells, um, which is from Tibet. And so just relax. And just breathe, clear our minds, and imagine, imagine finding a beautiful spot by the lake or for the beach, just overlooking the calm blue waters in front of us, and just breathe and relax. And imagine, imagine seeing beautiful mountains behind us. They're known as the turtle or the tortoise mountains behind us that give us support. The dragon and tiger hills on each side. 
we're all gathered together here in this center, which is known as the Ming Tang, or the Bright Hall, just welcoming all of the positive, healthy, healing, and inspirational chi or energy into our sacred space. And let's ring the bells three times. just gently, gently, gently open your eyes. And so feng shui, feng means wind, shui is water, wind and water. And the principle about feng shui is great harmony and balance of ourselves in our space. And there are many, many different schools of feng shui. And the school of feng shui that I practice is from the qi approach or energy approach, really evaluating the environment and the space and how it really affects us. And there are different principles of feng shui that we apply in our space, and one of the foremost principles is about nature. So we really want to see how much of nature is integrated in our space, having beautiful lush green plants or you might have a pool of water or a water fountain. You have wonderful windows open to the sun and to the sky and the stars and the moon. So that is one of the first principles about feng shui. Another principle about feng shui that we use is what is known as the five elements. And the five elements is the Chinese perspective of looking at the relationship of all of these va- various natural forces, and they include fire, earth, metal, water, and wood energies, and these forces have a certain relationship with each other where they enhance each other or they balance each other. Another thing that we use in feng shui is this uh, diagram, I call it an energy design template diagram called a bagua. Ba means eight in Chinese. Ba, gua, is the trigrams, the eight trigrams. And this octagonal diagram we can place into our space, and there are different areas that we take a look at. So we take a look at the wealth and power corner, the fame or your reputation, marriage relationship commitments, And then the next area is known as the children, also which is our future or creativity. Another area is known as helpful people and travel. There are many helpful people in our lives, teachers, mentors. They may be alive. They may be passed away. It's also associated with the travel area, local travel, global travel. It's also associated with male energy. Then there's an area of the Bagua known as the career, and the career is associated with water energy. So that's like the path and journey of our work and profession. And then we have our knowledge and spirituality. Of course, it's both our book knowledge, our education, our life experience is also our knowledge. And this area is known as the mountain, a place to retreat, to kind of go within. And then we have our family 
and our family represents our immediate family, it could be a family of friends or colleagues. Um, and then in the center of the Bagua, you'll see a yin-yang symbol, and that yin-yang symbol actually represents our health. And to me, that is the ultimate best feng shui is having good health. So being on this program seems very appropriate because, you know, using healing touch, acknowledging the chi or the energy of Mother Nature, you know, this is what supports us. This is what heals us. This is what makes us feel good about our life. So um, that's a very kind of brief description of what feng shui is about. (laughs) That, that's very helpful. Now, are there colors that go with the um, Bagua? Yes, there are colors associated with the Bagua. Um, the colors that are associated, like in the fame or your reputation is associated with fire energy, and the color is of red, or it could be yellow, like the energy of the sun. Then there's marriage relationship commitment. That is of earth energy, soft earth energy, female energy. And the color usually associated with a beautiful rose color. And then there is the children or the creativity. And the color usually associated with that is the color of white. And then in the helpful people travel area, which is also known as the father's side, it's associated with the element of metal from the five element perspective. So the color is associated with gray or black or silver or gold. And then in the career area, that energy is associated with water energy. So that color could be either blue, like the waters, or it could be black. Um, And then in the knowledge area, that is known as the mountain. And actually that is associated with something really earthy, very brown, or kind of like this uh, Tuscan uh, red energy color. Um, And then there is the family, and the family is associated with wood energy, but spring wood energy, a light green energy, like bamboo green energy. And then in the wealth and power corner, that is associated with hardwood energy. So that's like a deep forest green of like pine trees and sequoia trees, really strong uh, green wood energy. So yes, we can use colors uh, associated uh, with the Bagua or uh, looking at the energy of your home or your space. Um, Actually, one of my favorite colors I always like to recommend for some people, especially in their home offices or their offices, is to add Benjamin Moore, million dollar red. (laughs) (laughs) And people love that color because, you know, you have an association of a million dollars with this beautiful red color. But of course, other principle about feng shui is about balance. It's about yin and yang energy. You want to have a nice balance of male and female. So you don't want to paint your entire office as million dollar red. You just want to have a nice accent of million dollar red to kind of enhance, you know, certain qualities uh, of your work or of your life. I like that. Now, uh, RD, do you paint your front door red? 
Um, no, um, it depends on the situation. Sometimes I feel it's important to paint the front door red for certain clients, but other times maybe it might be black because black is associated with career energy, um, and that's water energy, and the career is usually associated at the front door of when you place this Bagua diagram. Um, so I think it really depends on the situation or on the company or of the family. And actually, that is another thing that I do in a feng shui evaluation. I would take the birth dates of the family, and maybe I would probably look at the primary, you know, caregiver or the one who brings in the money and probably look at his birth date and see that the colors are associated with that particular person. Or maybe I may need to use colors to balance the family or to balance the company. So maybe a company might have too much uh, fire energy. So maybe the color of the door needs to be blue, a bit of water energy to kind of balance off all that fiery energy of the people that's in the company or in the home. (laughs) Oh, I see. That's good. So um, what you've kind of told us what you do in a consultation, a feng shui consultation. Um, actually, uh, what I actually do in a feng shui consultation, um, I bring um, my measuring tape, I bring color pencils, of course I bring my bells, um, and it would be really great for me to have a floor plan of your home or your office. And what I do in the consultation, um, I teach you the bagua, and then I place the Bagua diagram over your floor plan. So then I say, oh, you know, this room represents your career, or this room represents your family, or this room represents your wealth and power. And then we would discuss what are the intentions or what are the needs of that family or that company. And then um, I would actually start making my recommendations, you know, for the placement of the furniture, uh, the placement of lighting, uh, maybe some accent colors uh, to kind of enhance the five elements in a space. Um, So in a consultation, um, when we finish, which is usually about three hours, is a nice uh, standard full consultation, in your hand, I would actually be talking with you, and in your hand, you have a beautiful, colorful sketch showing the placement of the bagua on the floor plan, showing the placement of all the furniture, uh, showing the uh, color accents, showing any lighting, uh, showing where we need to put some plants or some mirrors or some you know, water features to enhance some prosperity or to enhance a little bit more moving water energy. So um, in a feng shui consultation, you have a very comprehensive, I call a master plan, And uh, for some people, we may be moving walls. I don't know what the budget is uh, of your project. So maybe maybe moving walls, we need to add more windows, or maybe we have to close up some openings. So it depends on the scope uh, of your project and, you know, what is really needed, you know, for you to help you feel great, you know, in your home or in your office. That is, that's great. 
and it takes three hours to do that? Uh, the initial consultation is about three hours, and of course it could go on and on, but the most important thing is that we work together as a team. I need to work with the owner uh, or the family or the company and work with them intimately to create a design concept. And once that's done, then everybody feels great, and then we can go to the next level and, you know, decide on the color of the tile, or maybe we decide on the, the living plant wall and what kind of plants we would choose, or maybe we would choose what kind of water fountain, should be a wall-mounted water fountain, or should be a little pool of koi fish. So, you know, then we can go to the next level, what kind of lighting. And, of course, everybody has their... Uh, styles that they like. Some people want a very contemporary style. Some people want more of a traditional style. And, you know, we want to really honor, you know, those people to really feel wonderful in their own space because, you know, that is the essence of feng shui is feeling good, feeling that chi, feeling supported, feeling safe, enjoying, you know, our life, you know, our spaces is truly a reflection of our life. Yes, 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 I agree. That is most interesting. Now, if you came and you said, well, I need to put the sofa in the middle of the room, can I do that with my intention or must I move the couch into the walkway? Um, I think... Uh you could place the couch kind of more in the middle of the room, but then I would have to really evaluate the chi energy surrounding that couch to say, do you really feel comfortable sitting in that location? And so uh, if, you know, let's, for example, take a look at the lobby of a hotel. You know, sometimes they have couches kind of like more floating in the center, but in reality, they have a, like a beautiful console table behind the couch. So it kind of creates the mountain with beautiful, you know, flower arrangements, or they may have some nice uh, pair of lamps. And so it kind of gives a little bit added support. Of course, having some end tables on each side will kind of anchor it. Or maybe it's the carpeting. So maybe you just have a beautiful carpet to kind of anchor you so you don't feel as though you're literally floating in the middle of the space. But in reality, you are in the middle of the space. So we would take a look at the physical furnishings to help you feel very comfortable. Got it. Thank you very much. Okay, we need to go to a break, R.D. When we, when we come back, will you tell me what projects you're working on these days? Absolutely. All righty. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. 
Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie and our very neat guest today is R.D. Chin, and he is a, among other things, but feng shui architect, and he's telling us today more information than I can probably internalize in, in <laughs> our time together. Well, you spent years learning it, so, you know, I can probably go for years to learn it. So, R.D., what projects are you working on these days? Well, actually, I'm working on very, very exciting projects. Uh, One of them is a very large development project called One Flushing. It's located in Flushing, New York. It's kind of like one of the larger Chinatown areas of New York City. And we're working with the developer, uh, and we're creating a very large building for senior citizen housing, community rooms, and commercial space. So I'm very excited about that project. Um, I'm also working on a law office and a very nice small project, uh, just about 2,000 square feet, and it's for an immigration lawyer, Jan Brown, and The best part for me, it's located, conveniently located, one block from where I live, so I can watch the project as it's going under construction. And so I did the design of the offices. We chose the colors using the five elements. Uh, We wanted to make sure that all the lawyers have their desk in what is known as the commanding position. And the commanding position meaning that you position the desk so you have a beautiful view out the window, but you also have a beautiful view out looking at the door of their office. So their back is not to the door of the office because 
if your back is to the door of your office or when somebody comes behind you, it creates a lot of mistakes for you or it could create distractions for you. And so we always want to place the desk position in the commanding position. And actually in our meditation uh, that we did with the ringing of the bells, I was hoping that everybody could really visualize the support of the mountains behind you and the dragon and tiger hills on each side, like a giant armchair configuration. So you get to see the beautiful, symbolically, what is known as the red phoenix. So you see the beautiful view of the windows. You see the people coming towards you in the office. And it makes you much more in control of your work and also much more comfortable uh, in doing your work. Um, another project, which I'm very excited about, I'm working on a, a seven-bedroom house renovation in Teaneck, New Jersey. And so I'm working with a lovely family um, with five children, and we're expanding uh, their kitchen and the master bedroom suite and putting a beautiful mudroom. And, of course, it's all designed according to feng shui. Uh, so actually the new kitchen actually represents an addition of uh, marriage relationship commitment and the kitchen actually represents nurturing. It also represents good food energy, healthy energy. Um, and then another project uh, that I'm working on uh, that I just got accepted today, which I'm very pleased, is for a project which is a combination commercial and residential units uh, on the Lower East Side of New York City. And another fun project which is coming um, which I think I can announce is that there are some producers in Hollywood who are proposing to have a feng shui home renovation project, a TV show, and I am yours truly, the feng shui host. <laughs> wow. And do you know when that's going to happen? Uh, we don't know when it's going to happen. Actually, uh, they're negotiating you know, with the networks, but um, seeing very... Uh, clearly that it is going to happen. And interestingly enough, uh, our time together and at the time that they're doing their proposals uh, to the networks, this is during the peak of the new moon. The new moon was June 16th, a couple days ago, but we're still in that new energy and the new moon represents new beginnings. So I'm really very excited about that. And uh, I think for everybody, this is a new beginnings, you know, from the spring coming into the summer. Um, so a lot of nice new projects should be crystallizing for everybody. Great. Great. I wonder what's crystallizing for me. <laughs> we oh, don't know. I yes. don't know. Are you interested in to write a book or to um, do another type of program or... Oh, I don't know. I just kind of go where I'm led, uh, <laughs> where the good Lord says, oh, I think we'd like you over here. Say, okay, I'll pack my bags. Exactly. <laughs> to deal with the energy. Exactly. So, well, you know, the chi or the energy 
you know, we just follow it, and if we're very open to it, it just takes us to places we would have never thought. But, of course, the intention um, of doing all of this feng shui and the healing touch is, of course, it's to heal people, it's to help people, it's to support people. And, you know, with the healing touch, of course, you're using your hands and, you know, really evaluating the chi of the, of, of the people and, and, and their situation, their health. And, of course, the feng shui is truly evaluating the space in where we live and how we live. And so we want to really make that space sing, you know, to really support us and to help us feel great, uh, which enhances our productivity. Uh, it enhances our quality of life. It gives us inspiration for new projects, uh, which, of course, in turn results in, you know, prosperity, um, you know, good health, uh, wonderful relationships, you know, with your family and friends and your colleagues that you're working with. Excellent. Can we switch gears just a moment, uh, R.D., and talk about your blessing ceremonies? Oh, absolutely. That's another uh, aspect of what I love to do is to do blessing ceremonies, feng shui blessing ceremonies for spaces. And uh, we would perform the blessing ceremonies, you know, either a new moon, which is new beginnings, or it could be a full moon, which is a lot of energies. It's like you're birthing a new project. And a feng shui blessing ceremony is where we um, have the client write their intentions and wishes about why they want to bless the space. So we use the bagua as a guide. So they would write on separate pieces of paper, you know, what is their intention for wealth and prosperity? What is their intention for career? What is their intention for relationships? What is their intention for helping people? And um, what I do is what is known as the tracing of the nine stars. And the nine stars actually is literally the Bagua, the eight areas plus the center. And there is a certain path that we walk in the space and uh, following this path, this is where I guide the client to express their intentions and then I bring in sacred rice, uh, which has been blessed, blessed with cinnabar, intentions, um, and we place rice into red envelopes and I have to talk about the red envelope tradition in a little bit but we place the rice into the red envelope we place the intentions of the client and we place it into the various parts of the space and the symbolism is that we are feeding the hungry ghosts. So by placing the rice into the envelopes with the intention, we're feeding the hungry ghosts. So all the spirits feel welcome. They feel settled. And so they're going to help everybody feel comfortable in their space. Um, another aspect that I do in feng shui blessing ceremonies is an orange peel blessing ceremony. And so during the course of the ceremony, we would get um, multiples of nine. It could be nine or 18 or 27 oranges. And we actually peel the oranges into little pieces. And then we throw the orange peels all around the space. And, of course, this is wonderful citrus 
fresh smelling, smelling you know, uh, orange peels all around the space. We open up the windows, open up the doors, and we're visualizing, welcoming, positive, and healthy unconditional love into the space and um and i really enjoy doing blessing ceremonies uh i've done it for offices i love doing it with homes it's fantastic having children to be part of the blessing ceremony because they get so excited and i always like to include everybody you know to be a part of the blessing ceremony and it's a wonderful way to enhance the chi or the energy of our homes or our offices. Okay, thank you for that. I feel blessed just by visiting with you and, and talking to you. Oh, uh, that's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, so uh, we have uh, one minute before we go to break. And can you tell us what you've, how you see the future of feng shui? Oh, um, how I see the future of feng shui is that we're going to integrate feng shui into people's homes and businesses and urban planning. Um, but I think what we're trying to do in the future of feng shui is to kind of dispel some of the people's perceptions or judgments that feng shui is kind of like this woo-woo type of art or science. And to me, it's a very practical approach of really acknowledging the energies of how we live and, and how we use the space. So for me, I see the future of feng shui to be much more expansive, to be inclusive for all types of designs and projects. Great. Okay. Well, let's go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. You've reached Transformational Healing, and this is Dr. Bonnie. And today our guest is R.D. Chin talking about feng shui. So I know that there's a Chinese tradition about red envelopes, R.D. Can you tell us about that? Yes, uh, this is actually a wonderful tradition. So whenever you call upon a feng shui practitioner to come to your home or to your office, it's always appropriate to compensate uh, the consultation with red envelopes. And the reason is that feng shui is considered to be very sacred and very powerful because doing this type of work, we're literally affecting your life. Money is very powerful in our society. And the red envelope from the Chinese perspective is a very powerful color. So by placing the money into the red envelopes, you're acknowledging the power and energy during the exchange of a consultation. And so I think it's a wonderful tradition. And usually uh, it is in multiples of nine envelopes. So it could be nine or 18 or 27 envelopes, depending on the situation. So I always request uh, my clients to honor the exchange of energy for a feng shui consultation with nine red envelopes. And um, also, you know, for people who work for me, so for my assistants or, you know, even the contractors I work with, I give their payment in a red envelope. And it's a very nice acknowledgement, you know, for their exchange of energy. And, you know, you want good quality energy in all the work that's being done. Right. So uh, if you were giving them a paycheck, would you put it in an envelope? Absolutely. That'll be a wonderful acknowledgement of appreciation and showing, you know, that you're a little extra special. You know, you're, they're helping you. And I think that's a wonderful way to gift, you know, a paycheck or payment, you know, in a red envelope. I see. I thought that the red envelopes were only used for Chinese New Year. Oh, I mean, yes, of course, it is used for Chinese New Year. I mean, the tradition is, you know, there's usually like a dollar bill or some money into it, and you do it for Chinese New Year to, you know, to convey good luck energies, you know, to your family and friends. Um, Also use red envelopes for graduation or for weddings or for the birth of, you know, new children in the family. So red envelopes is a wonderful, fun tradition of acknowledging, you know, all the unconditional love that's being spread without the family. Yes, that's good. Thank you. So I, I'm going to ask the universe for a red envelope okay. <laughs> and see what happens. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So can you give us some feng shui tips Absolutely. So uh, one tip, if you want to balance your relationship, uh, it is always good to make sure that the master bed is positioned in the room and there's equal end tables or the same end tables on each side of the bed and equal lamps on each side of the bed. 
So that means that it means equal agreement for the partners. So that's a very nice tip to enhance and balance the relationship for a couple. Um, if you're doing a presentation, um, it is always good to get some red flowers or some beautiful flowers. It doesn't have to be red. Some beautiful flowers with the intention of welcoming good luck for your presentation or for a project uh, or for a meeting that's coming up. I think that's a wonderful, simple, but very powerful feng shui transcendental cure. Transcendental kind of transcends the logic, but it's very powerful. Another wonderful feng shui uh, tip is to make sure that uh, you have no TV, no telephone, no iPhones in your bedroom. Okay. <laughs> because the bedroom is a place for us to rejuvenate ourselves, rejuvenate our soul, rejuvenate our, our health. And you don't want to get distracted by all of these uh technological toys that we have in society these days. And so you really need to rest yourself, and that would be really wonderful. I would highly recommend to do a little bit of quiet meditation. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to sit there and say, "Om" all the time. Maybe it's just as simple as sitting on the side of a lake or the beach and just quiet your mind and just clear your mind and just... Enjoy Mother Nature being very present at least for 10 or 15 minutes or even half an hour during the course of the day to really clear your mind. It's a wonderful way to enhance inspiration, to enhance your intuition. I would definitely recommend that. Um, and another feng shui cure, which is kind of fun or a feng shui solution, um, is to have... Um, if your stove is against the wall or in the corner of your kitchen, place some mirrors to double the burners, then the thinking is you're doubling your money. So that's a nice feng shui tip. And the oh, concept I can do that is one. when you double the burners, you're doubling your food. When you double your food, you're enhancing your health. And when you enhance your health, then you have the chi or the energy, you know, to be very productive and to really welcome all of this good prosperity. That's great. Okay, we are just about to finish up, R.D. Can you tell us, I'd like you to ring the bells as we go out. And I also, okay. And also, Uh, if you're interested to connect with me, come to my website, www.rdchin.com, R-D-C-H-I-N.com. And uh, and if you're in the New York area, uh, connect to my email list, and maybe you can come to one of my group consultations. It's a wonderful way of learning feng shui. Good. Okay, it's time for us to go. Thank you so much for being here, and I learned a lot from you, R.D., and uh, many blessings upon you. Thank you so much, and I'm just going to ring the bells three times. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. 
Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. 